This is not the story of an old man and bifocals at the center of a revolution, but rather another tale of a boy who had no idea he'd one day wind up on the $100 bill. On that day, I'd snuck into a print shop looking for a job and found a mystery instead. Blood starts here, by the printing press. Or, what's left of it. Who would do such a thing? Veracity Quince would say the first question is, why would someone do such a thing? Who is Veracity Quince? Ah, a famous and brilliant detective back in Boston. Friend of yours? You could say that. Hold the lamp closer, Hannah. I need to be sure. You're not gonna touch it, are you? Veracity Quince would say a detective can't afford to be squeamish. Evidence is everything. Are we sure it's- George Williamson's blood? It's the logical deduction. He must have tried to stop them from destroying his printing press. Do you know if he has enemies? Mad George is a decent man. Not only was he helping me with my school, but my mother says he refuses to print ads for runaway slaves. Sounds like they call Mr. Williamson mad because he has a conscience. <laughs> That could be a dangerous thing. But what happened to him? Or his body? That's what I have to find out. Not you. We. Miss Bowen, no, you're unfamiliar with my experience as a mystery solver, but I don't need help. And you don't need trouble. You think I don't know trouble? What good is freedom if it makes you afraid to do what's right? George was a friend, and I need to find him. What? <laughs> you just remind me of someone I knew in Boston. Ben! There are more drops of blood leading to the back room. I'll take the lamp and... Someone's at the door. This isn't going to look good for us if they walk in. Don't worry. Like I told you, I trained myself to become a rational creature. What does that mean? It means I'm capable of remaining calm under extreme circumstances. You go to the back, and I'll handle whoever's out there. Ben. Do you see this? On the door to the back room, someone had scrawled a word. Scrawled it in blood. Tunnel. And it appears fresh. Go! No, no, wait, wait. What? Your coat. It's got blood all over it. Take it off before you answer the door. I'll hold on to it. Books have been written about my famous demeanor, my ability to, to reason my way through the most difficult of problems. This crime scene, while challenging, would be no different. Hello there. You're not George. No, ma'am. I'm... I'm his apprentice. Never seen you before, and I stops by here every day. I'm new, but, uh, Mr. Williamson and I... What's that on your hands? Oh, this! It's, um, it's a new kind of ink for the... Blood! There's blood on your hands! <gasps> what have you done to a shop? What have you done to poor George? If you let me explain... Help! Help! He's murdered poor George! Murder! Murder! Wait! Come back! You've got it all wrong! <sighs> so much for reason. Benjamin Franklin, 
statesman, inventor, founding father. But back in the 1720s, as a teenager in New York, I was just plain Ben. Printer, budding adventurer, dreamer, and possibly murder suspect? You have this wrong. I didn't. I mean, Mr. Williamson. This boy murdered Nat George! Help! Ben, that's the watchman's whistle. We have to get out of here. Hannah, that woman didn't see you. She thinks I'm alone in the shop. You run out the back way, and I'll keep them occupied. Do what you have to do. I'm gonna find George Williamson. The future of my school depends on it. You won't be around to found anything if you don't go now. What about you? What will you do? I'll do what I do best. Talk. Now run! I could hear an angry mob forming outside the shop. There was nowhere to run this time. I would have to use my wits to reason my way out of this dilemma. There he is! There's the murderer! Um, hello, Mr. Washman. Nice to see you this evening. It's you again. That's him! The monster what did for poor George! First, let me just say I understand this is a volatile situation. I know Mr. Williamson is a well-respected and valuable member of this community. The boy says he's Mad George's apprentice. <laughs> well, we know that's not true, don't we, Franklin? You just stepped off the boat. I meant I was going to be his apprentice. We ain't seen George in days. Nothing but his blood. George didn't deserve this. Get him. Would it help if I told you I was innocent? Settle down, enough, stay back. Doesn't look like you're getting out of this one, Franklin. And this time you don't have Danny Quinn to... Did I hear my name? Just as things look most grim, the crowd parted like the Red Sea for Moses, and out strolled Danny Quinn himself. Quinn. Now I believe I've heard my name twice. Danny, all I did was walk in and find the blood. It's all one big misunderstanding. Before you stand up for this boy again, might want to take a peek and see what he did in that shop, Quinn. Danny looked inside, and a smile came across his face like he didn't have a care in the world. Still want to vouch for him? Not this time. Danny Quinn don't vouch for no murderers. Take him away, Mr. Randall. What? No! You are the man. Let's go, Franklin. Danny? No need to struggle. Danny! Don't try to get out of my eyes. That's enough, all of you. The law will take care of the boy. Go back to your business. I'm innocent. In case you're wondering, I don't recommend the overnight accommodations at the jailhouse in New York City. Unless you're partial to sleeping on cold stone floors sprinkled with rotting straw. Where am I? <laughs> Where is he, he asks. 
Well, according to that rat in the corner, you're in the city jail. Rat? There are rats in here? First time in jail. Actually, no, but this time I'm innocent. <laughs> we're all innocent till the judge says we're guilty and we get the drop. Oh, but I can prove it. I hope. Get in line. You could be here for months, even years before you see the judge. Your beard will be as long as mine. <laughs> I had imagined myself taking New York by storm, furthering the cause of freedom, writing thought-provoking and critical essays instead. Here I was, a stranger in a strange town, accused of a crime I didn't commit, with no way to prove it and no one to help me. Not Veracity Quince, not Silence Do Good, even Danny Quinn and the Dirty Dogs had abandoned me. But as I bit into the stale bread left for me by the guards, I tasted something I wasn't expecting. What is this? A note in the bread? Franklin! One of you filthy mutts named Franklin? I Knock it off, all of you. I'm Benjamin Franklin. You got a visitor. Before we get to the show, if you want to listen ad-free, go to gzmshows.com slash subscribers. That's gzmshows.com slash subscribers. The guard led me down the dark, musty corridor of the jail building and into a dank room behind an iron door. I wondered, who might be waiting there? Could it be my brother James, here to save me from a life behind bars? Some admirer of my writing? Maybe even the missing George Williamson himself? Oh, my poor dear brother Benjamin! Ruby, what have they done to you? Mother and father are so worried. They are? Yes, they are. Oh, of course. Of course they are. My dear sister. If you'll excuse us, guard. Well, I'm not supposed to leave the prisoner alone. Does five shillings help? I'll be right outside that door. Five shillings, five minutes. Ruby, did you put that note in my bread? Note in your bread? What am I, your mommy? No, I... What are you doing here? Why did your boss Danny sell me out like that? You really are the dumbest genius I know. What? Try to keep up, tamer of lightning. I saw the whole thing. The blood in the shop, the bloodthirsty mob. What do you think would have happened if Danny hadn't handed you over to the watchman? I don't... They would have torn you limb from limb, that's what. This is New York. You got robbed your first minute here. Yes, by you. You're lucky Sweetie Pie didn't gut you like a fish. Wolves run this city, and you, Benny Boy, are a lamb. I am not. Maybe not a wolf, but a majestic eagle, perhaps. Or at least a, a wise owl. Or, never mind. So you're saying Danny was saving me by letting me get hauled in? Against my advice. But Danny's taken a liking to you. He thinks you got something none of the other dirty dogs have. 
thinks you can make us more than a snatch-and-grab gang. I'm not sure I'm looking to become a part of a criminal enterprise. You'd rather spend the rest of your life in this hole? I didn't do anything wrong. I walked into that print shop and found blood. That's it. But the other prisoners, they're saying it could be months before I get my day in court. Lucky for you, Danny has pulled with the powers that be. There's going to be a hearing this very day. Really? Today? Doesn't mean they're not going to find you guilty. Ruby, if I give you a list of things I need for my defense, can you get them in time for the hearing? Of course I can. Whether I want to, that's another question. You said Danny sees money in me, right? Think how happy he'll be if you're the reason I get out of this. Then if we help you, we can count on you? If you help me, I'm in your debt. You may regret that one day. Maybe so. I don't know where that note in my bread came from, but it may be my only hope. I need you to listen closely. Our five minutes will soon be up. The first thing I'm going to need is for you to find a girl named Hannah and ask her for the coat I left in the shop. Stop bringing the prisoner! The courthouse on Wall Street felt more like the Coliseum in Rome. As I was marched down the aisle, I had the distinct feeling that I was about to be fed to the lions. That's him. That's the monster what killed Paul George. Pain's too good for him. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Hello. As I walked past the gallery, I saw angry face after angry face. The mob was back, and they wanted their pound of flesh. But among the angry faces, I saw a friendly one, Hannah's. So much for you talking your way out of this. Hannah, you shouldn't be here. Neither should you. But I brought your coat like you asked. I told Ruby to keep you away. It's not safe for you. If they think you're my friend. I'm not your friend. We just met. And as I told that nasty girl with the dagger, I'm not here for you. I'm here for George, and for my school. Now go take the coat, sit at the table, and try to look innocent. I am innocent. As if that matters in this city. As I took my place at the table, Danny slid into the benches behind me. Didn't know you were such a hardened criminal, Benjamin. You could have told me your plan outside the print shop. And spoil the fun. Ruby and the Dirty Dogs are searching all over town for that list of yours. Don't know what it's all about, but I hope they get here in time. So do I, Danny. So do I. It was then that a young man approached me, an eager young fellow with a German accent. Mr. Franklin, my name is Zinger, John Peter Zinger. Like you, I have hopes of becoming a newspaper man someday. Nice to meet you. I hope your luck proves better than mine, Mr. Zinger. Bitte, call me John. Whatever happens, I will tell your story. Let us hope it has a happy ending. The door opened in the back of the courtroom, and in floated the last person I expected to see. Amanda Billingsgate, even more radiant than the first time I'd seen her. Danny, what's she doing here? Maybe she likes you, Benjamin. Then again, maybe she wants to see you hang. Did you notice the rope outside the courthouse? Not until now, but thank you for pointing it out. Listen, if this goes as badly as I expected, well, I've got a backup plan. Silence! Next on the docket, 
The People versus Benedict Franklin, charge of murder. <sighs> they can at least get my name right. The prisoner will remain silent until spoken to. All rise and show some respect. The Honourable Judge Reginald Billingsgate presiding. Oh, no. Lord Billingsgate, resplendent in red robes and white wig, took his place on the bench and smiled down at me. Well, Mr. Franklin, we meet again. Alas, I fear it will be for the last time. Him? Not too late to make a break for it. Quiet! Quiet in the court! Mr. Franklin, who will be serving as your counsel? Can't afford a lawyer, my lord. Looks like I'll be defending myself. Ben, are you insane? We'll see, Hannah. We'll see. A rash decision, but it hardly matters since this appears to be an open and shut case of murder. I beg pardon, your honor, but doesn't a murder usually require a dead body? Silence! The prisoner will rise! I will? After due deliberation... Due deliberation? Weighing the facts and the witnesses' written statements, I'm ready to rule. But I haven't even had a trial! I have a responsibility to the citizens of New York. When a dangerous criminal appears among us, you must be contained. I knew you were troubled from the moment you jumped in front of my carriage. I did no such thing! You have no defense, no standing, and I have no patience. Thus, Benjamin Franklin, I find you guilty! Wait! <gasps> Hannah? I'd like to testify. great stories, visit gzmshows.com. Shh, it's starting. GZM Shows. Imagination Amplified. Hey parents and teachers, have you heard about gzmclassroom.com? It's a website where teachers can get companion resources for everyone's favorite GZM shows. Six Minutes, Mars Patel, Podcast Title Pending, Seis Minutos, The Res, Becoming Mother Nature, Iowa Chapman and the Last Dog, Treasure Island 2020, The Hollow, Young Ben Franklin, and The Big Fib all have companion resources for additional critical thinking, listening comprehension, and ultimately creativity. We made them just for you. And oh yeah, they're free. Free! The people on Facebook didn't believe us, but they are F-R-E-E free. Head to gzmclassroom.com and get yours today. Hi, everyone. I'm Jeremy. I'm Autumn. And I'm Jasper. And, and we're, we're a GZM family. family. And we want you to listen to our favorite show, Becoming Mother Nature. I love the one with the Green Reaper and the zombies.
Do you want to hear your family at the end of a show giving a shout-out? Go to gzmshows.com slash shout-out to learn more. That's gzmshows.com slash shout-out for a chance to be heard on this show.